You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am your host, Tyler Viso. Today I'm joined by Andre Champon. How y'all doing today? Uh, y'all, just you. Yeah, it's just you yeah, today. It's just me. I'm, yeah, man. I'm doing great, Tyler. Uh, do- LSU basketball starts tonight, man. Yeah, on time of recording, LSU, ba- LSU basketball is playing tonight against ULM. I'm very excited. We're going to talk a little bit about LSU basketball. We've already previewed it. We already previewed it in our previous podcast, but... We're still going to talk a, bit, a little bit about it because I'm interested in just kind of what you think about the whole team. So that's what we're going to start off with. LSU basketball. Tonight, ULM. It's on ESPN+. Plus. you got to have an ESPN Plus account to watch it, but that's okay. And I think I think it's kind of how sports are going these days. But just give me your thoughts on some LSU basketball. Let's talk about it. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to see probably everybody out there tonight, like even Brandon Egamo and uh, Parker Edwards. If we yeah, you're going to you're going to see. I mean, this game isn't really yeah. a test. Right. You know, this is just an excitement game. You know, we're yeah. probably going to blow this team out the water. Yeah, uh, have some fun with it. But what's some things that you want to see out of them? Just to just what to I prove to you, what I want to see is a full defensive game, all forty minutes. I need to see defense. No, not like not any breakdowns but I'm saying I need to see like the effort all 40 minutes that's that's something we struggled with last last year yes a lot of times this this team last year would kind of go off and we would get these big leads and we'd go on 17 to 5 runs and then all of a sudden they would be back in the game five minutes later because we would just break down and basically have a non-existent defense what I want to see tonight honestly is have a true center in Efton Reed, mm-hmm. get some rebounds. Let's get some offensive boards, yeah. and then lack of turnovers. That's something oh, yeah. that I really want to see because the turnovers last year were kind of an issue, and yeah. some, some more ball movement. We right. didn't move the ball well last year. Passes. And course. seeing all five guys kind of go out there and score because last year it really was four guys. Yeah. It was Cam Thomas, Javante Smart. Darius. Darius Days and Trenton Watford. Right. And them four would be the only one to score. And if they weren't scoring, you yeah. were yeah, you, you were, were dead in the water. It yeah. didn't matter. And this year that seems different. And I think you agree with me that this team is going to be completely different from that. And we're going to score a lot of points. And that's kind of something that I'm interested in. ULM's not good, so I mean... Yeah, there's not really any... Yeah, there's not much really to say about that. that. I don't know anything about them. I know that... They should not beat us, that's for sure. Yeah, and then, I mean, you're not going to play many good teams for the start of the season, obviously. Your first big game, it goes ULM, Texas State. Yeah, it's Penn State. And that one is going to be interesting. So that'll be the first real litmus test of what this team's made of. PMAC? No, that no. game is away. it's in Florida or oh, something. That's it's the Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, okay, we play them the day we play them a couple days after Thanksgiving on that f- Friday or Saturday. Like I a think holiday tournament or something. Like yeah, that? it's a holiday tournament. So we're gonna play Penn State, Ohio, and Georgia Tech. Those oh, will be the, like our that. three games. So it'll be the first real litmus test for this team. Mm-hmm. I think this team's gonna be really good, though. I think uh, my prediction is they probably come first or second in the SEC. What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, like you, first or second. Probably leaning more towards second, though, just because Tennessee is going to be a really good uh, basketball team this year. Yeah. Bama, mm. You also have Bama. So You'll it, play Tennessee twice. Yeah, that, You're going to see true. them twice, once at home and once in Knoxville. Bama twice, too, I think. Bama twice. Every I think team in the SEC is Kentucky playing. twice. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna play a lot of good ball clubs, but I think you're better than a lot of teams this year. You're better than more than half. Right. And so 
I, I think this team's going to be really good. And that's kind of – we'll definitely talk about that more probably this weekend right, on our we Sunday see. show. Yeah. And we'll we'll talk more about the basketball team if, when we see some concrete stuff. But right, right now it's all kind of up in the air. Yeah. We're 0-0. Hopefully get the win tonight and that'll right. be it. We're going to move on to some LSU football. The LSU Tigers lost to the Alabama Crimson Tide 20-14. to the game was honestly heartbreaking to watch. I I don't really know what else to say about it other than that. But Andre, you weren't on the Sunday show where we really talked about it, so I'd like to get your opinion and let's let's talk about it. Man, they gave me enough hope in that game to watch the whole thing. Um, that I, was the one thing. If yeah. you remember, we had talked about right. This team needed to give us enough hope to watch the whole game, and they did it. And they did it. And we predicted. I think last week. I think I had said, okay, uh, LSU's going to keep it. A great game in the first half, and they did. And then they did some more than that. So I'm yeah. actually really proud of this. LSU defense was absolutely dominant. They showed Bryce Young, like they showed him up. Uh, the defensive line, he he's probably still having some nightmares about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I could definitely see it. Offense play calling and quarterback play definitely lost that game. Yeah, and we're going to get more into it now. We'll start with the defense, because the defense honestly was the bright spot of the game. And the defense had a turnover late in the game, strip sack with about six minutes left in the right. game. Yeah. Yeah, it was Cam Lewis. It was really good. The I mean, really, the defense yeah. showed up for really the injuries they've had. I mean, right. you think about, there's four key guys that you lost. Derek Stingley. You had Cordell out, too. Cordell Flott was out, too. Elias, Stingley, yeah. Ricks. Ollie Gay Sage Ryan was and out. Sage Ryan and, Mason, and Smith. Mason Smith. And I mean, like the list goes on and on. Like, yeah. But the next man up mentality was real on Saturday, this right. past Saturday. I mean, it was real. And they showed up. And I, can't, I couldn't believe it, honestly, because it, I mean, hats off to Lerante Jones. The guy called what I would call a perfect game. Yeah. Because you think about it, they had 14, they had 9 and 14, they had 13 points off turnovers. So those two turnovers don't happen. What's the ball game then? It's like it's a blowout, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I mean the team just played so well on defense that you really couldn't even be mad at them. Yeah, and I'm I'm not sure if you knew this, but they actually switched up the defensive scheme this week. They usually play a three-four. They switched to a four-three where the we only rush three. And we still got to Bryce Young. I think we sacked him maybe four times or we were times, on him something like that. It, we had a lot of pressures on him. I think we Blitz. only got one true sack. I think we only got one true sack that came up as a stat. But we knocked him down and we got pressures pressure. on him. It yeah. was pressure. And the big stat that everybody's been talking about all week, and they're probably going to talk about it a lot on the playoff committee. They're going right. to have to talk about this a lot. Six true rush yards. That's awesome. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, the defense, man. The defense aligned even when they were – Hurting. I mean, you had Sony Fanella uh, getting in there. He's like a senior, a six-year senior, fifth-year senior. Yeah. And and like they just showed why LSU is one of the most talented programs in the nation. And if that doesn't show other coaches out there why this is the best job in the nation, then I don't know what does. You took the words right out of my mouth because I completely agree. When you think about when it comes time for January, February, when we're going to be looking for a new coach, this is the game you show somebody. Because you look at this game and you say, LSU had a bunch of injuries. The play calling really wasn't what you thought it was going to be. It lacked what I would say creativity. Right. Yet, we only lost by six and had technically, at that point in time, three chances to win, to the, win game. the game. Oh, yeah. And, and we're going to get more into that talking about the offensive side of the ball. But three true chances to win the game. 
defense never let up. If the team, if that defense would have got the lead that late in the game, I think it was genuinely over. I don't right. know what you think, but I think that game was genuinely over. I, they I, couldn't have scored I on think you. So. Yeah. The defense had too much momentum. They were after Bryce Young all day. They had him just panicking in the pocket. They couldn't run the ball. I mean, the DBs like held well too. Like that was what I was really surprised of. Uh, like they they had John Mechie and they had that number one guy and. They are really great receivers. You look at it, they were torching guys like left and right in past games, and then they struggled, yeah. really struggled they against did. our DBs. That's exactly – that's kind of what I'm saying. And that's like second, third string guys, you know. But uh, that that's what amazes me. I mean, they have some guys on there. Um, that Jamison Williams guy for Bama yeah. was – talked about being in the Heisman race. He was talking about, like, he's all oh, he's so good, this and that. And, I mean, he's still, what I would yeah, say, towards the defense. He had 160, but it didn't feel like it. No, it, it, didn't. Did, it didn't. It was that one blown coverage, I think. And that went for, like, 65 yards or something like that. Yeah, and they really kind of tacked on a couple big plays. But for the most part, they were held in check for right. the whole game. And LSU made them feel it at all times. So you got to respect what this team did. On the defensive side of the ball. Now, when you go to the bad part about this, there's always a positive and a negative. Um, The negative was the offense, and the offense did not match up well. Max Johnson was 50% completion on 16 to 32, had 160 yards. He had two touchdowns, one to Brian Thomas Jr. and one to Jack Besh. But, I mean, overall, they looked so good. It It was crazy. What were your thoughts? Yeah, the offense is is really what brought this team down. Um, Max Johnson, once again, I'm not impressed with him. Uh, he missed those. That, I think that fourth and eight throw to Jack Besh, and that that probably gets you in field goal position. Where okay, so they had three turnovers in the fourth quarter, uh, Bam or something like that, or yeah, on downs with on downs. Yeah, with on downs. And we yeah. had zero points off of those turnovers. Yep. So you take any of those drives, you score some points. We realistically could have won that game. Yeah. Should have won that game statistically too. Statistically and with the analytics of everything, I mean, that game and uh, Bama's defense – Granted, played well. They oh, yeah, had, they did. They, they played well. And it was a real, that was old school LSU-Bama defensive right. battle. That's not the, in the recent days when either LSU and Bama go up to 40 plus mm-hmm. or 50 and then, or Bama blowing us out like they did right. last year. But, I mean, this this whole Max Johnson thing has been a real talk and... Coach O said that they're they're gonna you're gonna see us now Split, they're gonna yep. they're gonna snaps they're uh, gonna burn his red shirt officially. Right. What were your thoughts on that? You know, I, if they're gonna burn it, you know, why didn't he come in last week? That's, Thank you. That's my question. Is um, he told O? He told him. Uh, I watched a presser this uh, Monday. He told O that he wanted to burn his red shirt and that he's been wanting to play. So that just kind of goes against you know why is O doing that you know this kid's probably going to end up transferring anyway with Walker Howard coming in yeah hopefully so, so i mean it's just it's just i don't know my thought is this so basically LSU had run everything they could run i mean basically you're a 28 and a half point dog to Bama in Tuscaloosa number 2 team in the country you're 4 and 4 you throw everything that you can think at them but you said that you let it all hang out, and you're really proud of this. But you still played conservative, and you didn't 
play Nussmeier when I really do think that, and they watched the same game that we did, and right. Max was missing guys left and right. Oh, yeah. And so it kind of gets to the point where I'm like, maybe you should have gave him a couple snaps. And, yeah. I mean, if he does bad, you can, with clear conscience, say, I played every card I had in this game, exactly. and it was all on the table. And I let it all hang out. And we lost, and that's okay. Right. And there's no tape on, on Nussmar. And the thing is— That's what that's what I was thinking, like, too. You it goes back, It it's, goes back to the exact thing that Nick Saban did when he took out Jalen Hurts and he put in Tua against Georgia in the National Championship and game. And they were like, what— because nobody knew guy, what yeah. to expect. Because you've only you've seen Nussmeier play maybe twenty snaps. You could, you could take uh, Trevor Simeon from the Saints uh, last week against the Buccaneers. You could take that. Uh, the first half, he looked unstoppable, and he was the Buccaneers didn't even know what to do. Exactly. But but Max Johnson, he just took way too many sacks. He never got out of the pocket when he needed to. Yeah, uh, it was just it was. It goes, it, yeah, it, it's, and it's then the turnovers were super costly for LSU this this week. I mean, Max Johnson throwing that pick to in to go start to close out the half. That fumble when yeah. we were driving, yeah, that was a big deal. But Tidyus Price had a really good game. Oh, he did. Yeah. He had twenty three carries for one hundred and four yards. I can't remember the last time LSU had a running back go for over a hundred. Besides Clyde, maybe much. Clyde. I don't yeah. even know if he had a hundred yards in the Bama game that year, though. He he might have been close. I mean, he had three touchdowns. But before that, yeah, four touchdowns. I can't even tell you. So, you look at stuff like that, and it, you start to question it. You look back, and there's some things you wish you could take back right now. And this was my main question for you. Six minutes left in the game, LSU declares to go for it on fourth down fourth instead and of what? taking fourth and eight. Too, it was right? fourth and or eight, fourth and goal but you were eight. in field goal range for Cade York. You were in field I, goal I'm range. taking the field goal if I'm You take the coach, field goal. Right, there's six minutes left. Your defense is playing lights out. Why wouldn't you kick it? you you got to give a yourself a A guy who's essentially automatic. Right. Because, yeah, but the one-point lead really wasn't doing any for, anything for you right. if it came down to it. But if you went True. to go and, and I think maybe, oh. I don't know if overtime's a good idea for you because the longer you play Bama, the more they figure you out, the right. better chance you have of losing. That's fine, but so you kick that field goal. LSU had two more possessions after after that. That's the lead. And, okay, you had the ball for 50 seconds, but 50 seconds to get to the end zone and 50 seconds to get in a field goal range are two different different scenarios, and that's exactly where I got concerned. Right. And then that fourth and and goal was – it was – Doable. Max just overthrew his guy. Once yeah, again, it yeah. was just another bad throw. Yeah, so it, and, you know, and honestly, I think we're being greedy. Mm-hmm. I think that just because LSU played a close game, we expect them to win. To be perfect, which is not the, which is not the, but it's just little things. It's little things that piled up to big things and piled right. up to the loss. I think that we have been a little bit greedy, thinking that we deserve to win that game, knowing yeah. that Bama probably was the better team. Due to injuries and a lot of, and I mean, Nick Saban was their head coach. They were the better team for sure, yeah. But I don't believe they were the better team that night. Yeah, I I think that, and O said that in the presser that he thought that we were the better team, and we should have won that game. But ultimately, you didn't. Right. So right, and that's going to come back to haunt you at the end of the day. It's a bunch of what ifs. Moving on to really the future of this, LSU played probably its most coherent effort game. Just all around, what I would say, their best game this year, despite it being a loss. They're going to go on to play Arkansas at home this week. You're going to play an Arkansas team that, honestly, you're better than still. 
Oh yeah, talented wise. Talented wise, you're still better than them. Coaching is, you know, coaching is a different a ball game, game. But you're gonna go up against a team where defense is gonna matter a lot more because oh, they yeah. have they have some good they have some, they have a good offense. I don't know if we have a DB that can really match. I mean, we're gonna have Cardell back, so that's good. Yeah, so it'll be an interesting matchup. Just kind of give me your overview on it. Yeah, so def- defense has to show up. Obviously, I think they will. You know, KJ Jefferson's not a great quarterback, but he's a, a running quarterback, and you know. LSU has their pass with running quarterbacks. I, but the linebacker play has been so much better. I mean, Demone oh, Clark's oh, a Clark is, He's really shown up he recently. Might has solidified the Budkiss. He'll last he'll week. he'll yeah. be a finalist for sure. He'll be in New York for that. I mean, yeah. he'll, he'll be in New York. So having a spot on him like Demone Clark, who really honestly has just been looking like Devin White more and more right. every day. I mean, his draft stock and everything it's is just, just shot up. up. Yeah. It's up massively. So I think that LSU in the next coming weeks, you'll play Arkansas. You'll play ULM and you'll play Texas A&M. You can win out. You can win all those games. Theoretically, you can win out sure. and make it to a bowl game and ride Cocho off into the sunset, and everybody can just be calm and happy Going about to what a happened. Bowl game, maybe you know. See what happens. We'll see if we go to like. If you have seven wins, you have to win out pretty much. If you have seven wins, you're pretty much guaranteed a bowl game. Your six wins is the bowl is to get bowl eligible. And because you're LSU in the name brand, you'll probably get a bowl game at six. But right. that's not that's not anything. The main thing is honestly pride. And LSU hasn't had a losing record since 1999, and nobody wants to be that guy, right. that team that lost a streak that's been With going on for 22 the years. That we have, you know, you definitely don't want to set that trend. Yeah, and looking at this Arkansas team, I don't see anything. Crazy. I mean, I see an Arkansas team that plays about the same level of defense that LSU plays. They allow 195 yards passing and they allow 156 yards of rushing. Right. Their defense is it's it's basic, but it's it, average. It's it's good enough to stop our offense. So if, offense yeah, the has offense has to, to be yeah. the offense has to be very stout. It has to, which is why I like what Coach O's doing. He's splitting. He's gonna say uh, Max and and. Garrett are going to get the equal amount of snaps until one shows that they're better than the other. Yeah. What's your what's your overall kind of prediction on that? I think that Nuss is going to end up shining through because of the I, lack of tape on him. I think so, too. Which, But I think this just means Max is kind of seeing the writing on the wall, so he might actually ball out this game because Maybe. his job's on the line here. That's but. what happened with Bo Nix, exactly. if you remember that. Right. So, I mean, it happened to us. I remember right. vividly. So... This team's got a lot to this team's got a lot to play for right now. Right. And they can really start to solidify themselves and you're coming off a lot of momentum. I'm just scared that you played such a heart-wrenching game and you played a full 60 and it still wasn't good enough and maybe you kind of down tick a little bit this week. That's know. where my nerves kind of set in. But if you keep that same level of intensity that you had through practice all this week, you you look like a really good team. You look like the team that we were projected to be in the beginning of the season. Right. So, I don't know. I'm 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 hopelessly optimistic. I feel like Charlie Brown, whenever he goes to kick the football <laughs> and then Lucy pulls it, and he just falls. Right. Yeah, I feel like that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that to my this whole week. I've been saying that, and I'm gonna probably say it till Saturday because I just feel like I'm I believe in this team now. I got some I got some new hope in me about this team that they can just win out and not have a losing record and we're going to come in and just football is going to get pulled and I'm going to fall on the ground. Right. So that's being life of an LSU fan though. Sometimes it is yeah. and that's 
the hardest sometimes the hardest pill to swallow is yeah. that sometimes it really just is like that. I, I don't know what else to really say about it. I think this team has a lot to play for. Capable, they just you know, they're everything Yeah, you're you're a good football yeah. team. And you always will be. You're LSU, you're you're the brand that is NFL talent ready in right. college. So we'll see. We're going to move on to the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints lost to the Atlanta Falcons 27-25 to after young Ku hit a 32-yard field goal to win the game. I didn't watch most of the game because we were doing the show on sure. Sunday, so you will have to kind of fill me in on what your thoughts were. It was absolutely pitiful. Uh, defense, they, they did well at the start, and then – when your offense can't score points, defense is going to break down, and that's exactly what happened on Sunday. Uh, Matt Ryan looked like an MVP, which should never happen, but, geez, like, I don't know. Uh, Saints offense has to get it figured out soon because they won't make the playoffs as they continue this play. I just don't get why they play down to their level. They go off a big win, and then they lose a game like this. It should never happen. Yeah, honestly, the reoccurring theme of this Saints team is just volatile. And it's just the yo-yo thing was brought up a lot. And it really is because you'll go and you'll dominate the Packers and then you'll go and you'll lose to the Giants. And then you'll go and you'll beat the Bucks. And all of a sudden, because the Bucks were on a bye this week, you were ready to take first place in the NFC South. You were ready. You should have won this game at home. No problem but you still manage to just play the level of your opponent. And the Saints came back from being down, what, they were down 24-6. to six. Yeah, it was, and that was in the fourth quarter, too. They started starring back just— it was And it felt, like, yeah. it felt like it felt like the Falcons were just going to choke it away. Right. And the defense, the, the defense is so good, and they're just so good that it's hard to not believe that they won't ever close out a game. But when you're gassed, there's nothing you can do about it, you know? Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So when you're gassed, it's just kind of like, well, it's going to happen. And you gave up two bombs. One at the end of Cordero Patterson should have never happened because that doesn't happen. You you pretty much don't lose. But at the same time, the second to last play of the game was Mike Davis fumbled the ball. And you yeah. could have got it, and you could have won the game right Literally. there. And they just didn't have any effort right there. It's like, yeah. What are some things that you would like to see with this Saints offense to get fixed? Because, I mean, there's a lot of injuries and stuff. Andrews Pete's been out. Uh, Michael Thomas is not coming back. We just got Traquan Smith back two weeks ago. And Jameis Winston getting hurt. I mean, this offense has had a lot of problems. But Sean Payton is your coach. Right. Which is the plus side, but uh, what you really need to see if you're the Saints, some wide receiver depth or just any sort of positive yardage for them. Like anything that, I don't even know, the the wide receivers are so bad this year, it's just not allowing our offense to be who they really are. So no deep balls like at all were thrown, I think, the whole game. Yeah, I mean, you look at it and – the wide receiver problem is big. and But you knew that coming into the season. You knew you didn't have a lot of wide receiver depth. And you had guys like Traquan who, were, who was hurt, and then Deontay Harris got hurt. And not having Jameis Winston has proven to be taking a toll. All I right. think Trevor Simeon's a good quarterback. He's not the quarterback, though. But he's not a franchise quarterback. Right. 
And I, I questioned if James was at times, but he's really proven me wrong under a Sean Payton offense and being led by him that he's been a lot better. But it's just that you can't expect the defense to bail you out every week. So the offense is going to have to start scoring points. And it can't be in the fourth quarter. It has to be in the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I just think that. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that you're going to have a lot of problems if your offense doesn't show up early. Like any sort of development is what you're saying? Like yeah, pretty anything, much. Yeah. And maybe you go get Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know. Maybe so. I mean, he, I don't know with cap space, but you could have got Deshaun Jackson too, and they were just too slow to go get him. I just think that Deshaun Jackson wouldn't have helped his team, though. Do you think he would have? I think he would have. He's, he's a veteran guy, so, you know, I think he— he has that experience. But he's basically. I, I'd rather OBJ, obviously. I but. think he's just like Deontay Harris, though. He's a burner who can right. blow the top off the safety and get the touchdown to the deep ball. True. But we don't have a deep ball, so it's like. Yeah, so it's it's kind of pointless to have him. But Odell Beckham's the guy that you're gonna get after yardage guy. You're gonna get a, yeah, an after yard catcher and a slant guy and a guy that can take those middle routes right. and do something. And if you keep Odell, if you keep Odell Beckham Jr. healthy, you have a good wide receiver on your oh, hands. You have probably you've a seen top ten wide receiver. You've seen the 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 peak of the mountain. His right. that giant season, his rookie year, he was phenomenal. Right. And, and injuries have kind of plagued him, and he's had a lot of issues. But for him to come would really alleviate a lot of your problems and really take the stress off of Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Kamara so, cannot do the whole workload for And you. having Mark Ingram right. back as more of a it, bruiser it really, was helpful. It was really helpful. I think he's, what, like 20, 30 yards away from breaking the franchise record? Yeah, yeah. He needed. I think he had forty yards. He needs twenty yards this week to go Rushing, and break yeah. the Saints record. I, I hope he does. I think he will. I think he's an energy guy too. He's going to help this team he's out. A, and, yeah, he's a veteran guy. Like he's and he's been in the Saints locker room for right. so long, and then he went away for a little bit. But now he's back, and I think he's gonna he's gonna help this team in like energy levels of knowing what the Saints have become. Because he was there for the bad times, the seven and nine seasons where we just looked awful at all times and we we couldn't win, and we Drew Brees had to keep us in games, and he's seen us in games where like the year we went went to the divisional round, lost to the Vikings, and then we lost to um, the Rams. The Rams. I mean, he's seen he's seen he's us seen as really good teams, and he's seen us as really bad. So he'll know kind of what right. what's going on. The Saints have an interesting road ahead of them as their next four games are at the Titans in Nashville, at the Eagles in Philadelphia, the Bills at home, and then the Cowboys at home. What do you see the future playing out for the Saints team? We'll take it game by game. Right, You're so going to play a Titans team right now. Titans are hot, and that's scary. So Titans have beaten some really good teams. I think they're five, like five straight wins or six. Yeah, the Titans have beaten the Chiefs, the Rams, the, and the Bills. Bills right now. What do you think about that game? It's a good, it's gonna be a good game. Uh, Sean Payton's gonna have to coach one of his best games, which I don't doubt he will. But uh, I'm gonna go Saints just because you know I'm a little biased. But uh, I, we need to see a little bit more of Taysom in this game. Just utilize him more in the red zone, probably. Yeah. Trevor Simeon's not that guy in the red zone to use, but yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from on that one. I'm going to say that the big key to this is them not having Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah. 
and you having I we don't know what the status on Gardner Johnson is, but I don't uh, yeah. think he I don't think he's good. gonna play this Deontay week. Probably won't play. Uh, I've seen he might get suspended for three games. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, with a he had a DUI. Yeah, in the, summer. in the summer. Yeah, so he'll have those issues, and you're you're always going to be banged up. It's, it's a tough scene, but I mean, without them, without Derrick Henry, That's it's a huge. big deal. And as long as you don't, as long as you limit mistakes, because the Rams, that was their problem. They couldn't limit mistakes, and they threw two picks. One was a pick six, and one went down to the three yard line. If you can avoid those problems, you're going to play a Titans team that is going to match up really well with you because if you can stop A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and get to Ryan Tannehill and don't let him do those read options where he gets 20-yard like chunk plays, you're going to, you're going to be relatively doing well Close against the them. Yeah. I could see it going either way. I can. I think you're playing at in Nashville. It's probably going to be cold up in Tennessee, so you don't have the luxury of the dome with a little bit of heat right. on you, so maybe. I see the Saints... I see the Saints. If they can limit mistakes, you can win that game. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely gonna be a close one, but twelve o'clock on CBS, I think you can do a pretty good job. The next game is that the Saints are gonna go play in Philadelphia against the Eagles. Now, last year the Saints lost to the Eagles, if you remember. Oh, I do. And it was a really weird game. The Saints were on a mad a hot streak. Game, so. We were on a mad hot streak, and we looked like one of the best teams in the NFL. And then all of a sudden, just like that, we lost. Look- it made no sense. Miserable. That game. So, what do you think about that game? That's a trap game for sure. Uh, Eagles played the Chargers really well this week. Um, Jalen Hurts has been playing some really good football, and so I could see the Eagles knocking us off too. But I don't. I don't think they will. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think you just have to bring your A game. Yeah, you just don't take any opponent lightly because you you've already done that twice this season with the Giants and, and the Falcons on two games that were one hundred percent winnable that you really just kind of messed up on. And it's it's really going to be the same thing every week, though. You have to limit mistakes against a, against a decent opponent because in the NFL, it really is any given Sunday. And that goes to the next game when we play the Bills at home. It'll be on, I think, it'll be on Sunday Night Football. We'll play the Bills. Bills just lost to the Jacksonville the Jaguars 9-6. to it's any given yeah, Sunday, right. so what are your it's thoughts on that to, game? It's hard to predict. Still, it really, it always uh, is. You know, you have to see what Trevor Simeon can really do for this team in the next two weeks to figure out that game for sure. Yeah, because the Bills' defense is no joke. They're, yeah, they're just as dominant as uh, as New Orleans' defense. No, you're right, and but playing that game in the dome will help you for oh, sure. For sure, yeah. I think that that's going to be a very tough game. Your defense is going to have to stop Josh Allen immensely, and that's mm-hmm. going to be your real main issue. But I think you're going to be okay. I do too. And then you go to another team that was also very disappointing this week. You'll play at the Cowboys on, I think, Thursday night football or Monday night. I'm not 100% sure yet. I'm pretty sure it's one of those it's two, a, though. It's on a Thursday. I, I believe say. it's Thursday night football, right? Yeah. yeah. You'll play the Cowboys. The Cowboys just got dominated by the Broncos. Broncos. It was a crazy game. What do you think Teddy, about that? But uh, Cowboys, I think we were winning that game, honestly. Cowboys are a good team. But, not, but you, not really that good. You know. You know That's the, what I'm it's saying. It's the Cowboys. So they're going to find a way to, to mess it up. Yeah, I definitely sorry, agree sorry with you. Sorry, Patricia. <laughs> Patricia will have to listen and find out that we don't like the Cowboys, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> but but I do think the Saints will take this one, and I think they'll dominate this that game. Yeah, I think it's, you it's dominate like a that rivalry, game too. You know, 
we always manage to dominate the Cowboys. Actually, no, we always lose to them, I feel like. I don't know why. It's like a mix. It depends. It's a mix. So we either dominate them or we get dominated. I don't think we've ever played them close in a long time. We I played them close uh, a few years ago. I can't even remember that. So I feel like we always either get dominated or we dominate them. It's always weird. So give me your opinion. The Saints right now, they're not doing too bad. They're 5-3. and three. What are your next four games record prediction? 2-2. Two and two. I think they go two and two. Two and two. Two and two. That would put you at that would put you at seven. That would put you at seven and five. And you won't play any divisional opponents, so you probably won't move around too much in terms of you'll probably probably be around second in the NFC South still. But after that, I think I think the Saints go on a tear. I think I think that they got a chance. I I really regret you not having Jameis right now. It hurts. It hurts. And you can you can feel it, but this team didn't make any acquisitions during the trade deadline either, so it kind of they they rocking they must like what they have, Man. so you got to have faith in that. But do you think the, the Saints right now at five and three? I think as of right now they were projected to be the sixth seed in the playoffs and play the Packers. I believe was the last thing I saw. Right now it's Buccaneers. You play the Bucks. Oh yeah. well, you beat them once, so maybe you can beat them again. Who knows? We right. did that last year. Uh, beat them twice and then lost times. once. Or, yeah, you played them three times, and you it's hard to beat. Team three, team three times. times. That's true. So this team right now is still projected to be a playoff team. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you have to start playing better football, though. You got you want to be better than a six seed for sure. You want to at least have a home game in a playoff. So maybe push for a four because I don't think this is the year where you're going to go and be dominant and be like a two three seed. So. Yeah, I think you're you're slowly missing out on that because a lot of teams like the Bucks right now and the Cardinals and the Rams are really starting to take over their games and I mean the Rams did lose a game but Matthew Stafford on that team has made them look deadly so they're going to win they're going to win football games so you always got to be on your A game but if you can somehow sneak out that four spot you can really make something happen you know right well, that'll about do it for us today. For Andre Champagne, I'm Tyler Viso, and this has been the Hodges Huddle. Go Tigers.